Hello and welcome to the Lutheran Witness Podcast, where we read for you the articles posted at our website, witness.lcms.org. We want to thank our podcast partners, KFUO, KFUO Radio. Go to kfuo.org, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Our article today is by Dr. Jean Edward Veith. The title is Supreme Court Makes LGBT Agenda a Civil Right. Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 forbids employment discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. Including sex was meant to ensure that women had the same rights as men in the workplace. But the meaning of sex is no longer straightforward. The Supreme Court has ruled that sex must be construed so as to include sexual desires and gender self-identity. Homosexuality and transgenderism are now legally protected civil rights. The case, Bostock v. Clayton County, consolidated three cases, two of which involved gay men who were fired from their jobs because of their sexual orientation, with the other being a male funeral home employee who was fired for transitioning to be a woman. The court voted 6-3 to three to add sexual orientation, gender identity, and transsexual status to the civil rights law, with only Justices Thomas, Kavanaugh, and Alito dissenting. Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote the majority opinion, which will guide the implementation of the ruling. Two of the supposedly conservative majority on the court, Gorsuch and Roberts, joined the four liberal judges in the decision. This was unsettling to Americans who had hoped the new composition of the court would be a break on the culture war cases. Does the newly defined civil rights law mean that churches can be prosecuted if they let go a parochial school teacher for coming out as homosexual or a pastor who decides to become a woman? Not necessarily, at least not yet. Justice Gorsuch's opinion left room for a religious exemption. He said that the Religious Freedom Restoration Act was still in force. And yet that law, passed overwhelmingly by a bipartisan vote in 1993, is itself a target in the culture wars. The Equality Act, which would explicitly outlaw discrimination on the grounds of sexual orientation and gender, includes a provision that would exclude religious exemptions, specifically stating that the Religious Freedom Restoration Act would not apply. The Equality Act has already been passed by the House of Representatives and is before the Senate, where the Republican majority will prevent it from becoming law, but that could change. In the meantime, the court defers to the right of churches to choose their own ministers and teachers. That was the unanimous decision in the case brought by an LCMS congregation in 2012, Hosanna Tabor Evangelical Lutheran Church versus EEOC, in which a dismissed teacher invoked the Americans with Disability Act in her claim that she was discriminated against. So, the newly defined Civil Rights Act of 1964 probably will not impact churches when it comes to pastors, teachers, and other ministers. How it will apply to other employees, such as custodians, organists, and contract workers, may be a different story. And while churches can claim the protection of Hosanna Tabor, independent Christian schools, parachurch organizations, and individual Christian business owners cannot. And one can imagine some bizarre scenarios. The scriptures reserve the pastoral office for men. What if a woman identifies as a man, and so by law is considered a man? Would she have a claim to male-only ordination? Or what if a pastor had a sex change operation and began identifying as a woman? The church, rejecting today's gender ideology, would still consider him a man. Would it have to keep him on the roster, even though the law would classify him as a woman? Such thought experiments are absurd, but we are living in absurd times. Thank you for listening to the Lutheran Witness Podcast and this article by Dr. Jean Edward Veith. You can find the full text of the article on our website, 
witness.lcms.org.